You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. So you get a bonus half hour of me this Saturday morning. And then I'll be back with Rick uh, on uh, Monday morning at 6 o'clock. So it's beautiful. And then after the Devils and the Rangers today, hopefully, of course, Harv, the Rangers win this game today. After the game today, you got Gordon Damer. And then you have Anita Mark. So, really, this is the only place to be for your sports talk, and it's right here on 98.7 ESPN. Now, I don't know what the right thing to do is as far as the Giants are concerned. If it were me and I was ultimately making this decision, I, I think I'm resting my guys. And But it's not, it's not cut and dry. I don't think there's a definitive right or definitive wrong. And I think everyone that's looking back at 07 saying, in 07, you know, Coughlin got the call from John Madden saying that was the right move and what a great job and respecting the game. And I get it. A couple things about that game. Firstly, New England's undefeated. So they're chasing history, right? Now, do you owe it to the Cowboys? Do you owe it to the league? Do you owe it to yourselves to go out there and play your guys to try and beat Philly where if now someone gets hurt, it hurts your postseason chances? I, I, it's a very slippery slope here. And I love Herm Edwards. But he said something on Barton Hahn yesterday, which I, I I don't kind of disagree with. I vehemently disagree with. Here, here it is uh, on Barton Hahn yesterday. He says the Giants should absolutely play their starters tomorrow. People think, like, well, it doesn't mean anything. Yes, it does. Why are we doing this? If you're not trying to win, why are we doing this? What is the purpose of all this? What is the purpose of going to training camp, having a goal to get to the playoffs, having a goal to maybe win a playoff game or two, having a goal to go into the Super Bowl? That starts, like, six months ago, right? And so now at the end, you say, well, you know what? It, it, this one don't matter. They matter. They all matter. Are you kidding me? They're all important. And so coaches do what they have to do. I get it. I understand all this. Look, what I'm going to do is this. A pro football player... He plays football. That's his occupation. He gets rest on the offseason. You know, we worry about we're worried about getting injured. We even worry when you start worrying about injuries, you're in trouble. That's when you'll get hurt. Hey, hey, These coach. players play. All right. So Bart tried to interrupt him. It didn't take. Herm was rolling along there. I, I mean, I really disagree with him here. First of all, he says, "What are you? What are you doing?" Six months ago, you start the season. You're trying to get into the playoffs. Hey, Herm, they're in the playoffs. They've accomplished that goal. They're where they want to go. What do you mean, football? I don't know. If, and, and I think Herm's a really smart guy. It feels like this is an antiquated view, though, right? An antiquated viewpoint of the whole thing. If football players play. You rest in the offseason. Why? You've accomplished what you've wanted to accomplish. Now, if you told me if the Giants win the game, they, they win the division. If the Giants win the game, they can get a home game. That's different. Then you have something to play for. But the Giants, they have what to play? What, what do they have to play for in this game? They've done, he goes, six months ago, you're sitting around with your team, you talk about the playoffs and how you're going to get in, and you're going to you go, you know, take every game for a win. And, of course, the Giants didn't rest their stars in game three. The Giants didn't go to Philly, you know, to take on Philadelphia a couple weeks back where they got pummeled, by the way, at Giants Stadium, and, and not play the starters. In week 18, where you've accomplished what you want to accomplish, and you can't move. If the Giants lose this game by a thousand points, do you know what seed they are? The six. If the Giants go out and beat Philadelphia five hundred to nothing, which would put a smile on my face, you know what seed they are? The six. So nothing changes. Nothing changes here. So I, I don't know, and I think Herm is great. And I, see, the thing with Herm is I, I don't. There are some football coaches you look at and you're like, this, this old guy, he's stuck in the mud and he thinks it's 1970 and he can't change his, in his ways. I don't look at Herm like that. 
I look at Herm as like a, a smart, progressive, intelligent, kind of, you know, ahead of the curve football coach. I think this is a, an antiquated viewpoint. I really, really do. Now, he was asked on Barton Hahn as well yesterday. And by the way, Barton Hahn, it's the same Barton Hahn show, but it's different because it's better. Because now it's New York-centric. They're not, they're not talking the Cleveland Cavaliers, the Miami Heat, and the L.A. Lakers. It's, it's Knicks. It's Nets. It's Giants. It's, it's Jets. It's all the nuance of the local sports. And it's every weekday, 12 to 3 here on 98.7 ESPN. Matter of fact, let me quickly run through the schedule for you because you might not know it. And you're sitting here saying, wait, there's a new schedule. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's new and it's local, baby. So you got Rick and I from 6 to 10, a full big boy morning show. Then Greeny, who's Mr. New York himself, 10 to 12. Then Barton Hahn, 12 to 3. Then the K show, 3 to 7. And away you go. And then it's either Grassa and then Gordon and Larry or the Knicks or the Rangers or the Jets. So it's local, 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 local. What would Herm do if he was coaching the Giants? Here he is. Handle like a preseason game. Put them veterans out there early in that game. And let them go get hit. And let them feel it a little bit. And then somewhere in the game, you start plucking one or two of them out. That's what I would do. Um, yeah, I, I guess, but why? But why? I mean, re- remember, what's the one misstep? I mean, Brian Dable's coach of the year. It, in, in my mind, it's not even a question. Sirianni's been great. Andy Reid's been great. And, I mean, other guys have done well with their teams. But, I mean, to do what he's done with this team is doing more with less than any coach in the league, maybe any coach in sports right now. But when I look back at this year, what's the misstep? When Richie James couldn't hold on to a punt, you put a Dory Jackson, your best corner, as a punt returner. Injured his knee, hasn't been back since. So now you want to now throw all the starters out there. And again, if they do for a little bit, I don't have a huge issue with it. I can see both sides, but to me, it's not so cut and dry where you play your starters because you're trying to win the game. Why? Really, at the end of the day, why, why am I so desperate to win this game? Would I like to? Oh, I'd love to. I'd love to ruin. And it's different because I know there's going to be people out there saying, well, you freaked out when Philadelphia didn't play Jalen Hurts and their starters in that week. I don't know, was it 17 or 18? I don't even remember how many weeks the league went a couple years back. But in that final game of the season on that Sunday Night Football, yeah, I freaked out because they were done. Philadelphia wasn't going to the postseason. Philadelphia was done. So to not, to not play your guys throughout the entirety of that game, I thought it was an embarrassment to the league and to Philadelphia. And I'll never forgive Doug Peterson for it. But the Giants have bigger fish to fry than a meaningless Week 18 game against Philadelphia. Let's go to Bill in Queens and see what he has to say about this. Bill, good morning. You're on 98.7. Good morning, Dave. Happy New Year. Herm Edwards sounds ridiculous because every single sport, NBA, MLB, basketball, hockey, football, the goal is to win the championship. And you have to be strategic with that. This is done at a high school level. This is done at a college level. This is done at a pro level. If you're playing a meaningless game, why would I rest? Why would I not rest my starting front line in hockey or my starting quarterback and then he says go, let him go out there and get hit they've been getting hit for 17 weeks they know exactly what it feels like to get hit so he sounds ridiculous a lot of respect for the guy but utterly yeah, ridiculous. I, I tend to agree I think he's great and I think he's a great guest and thanks for the call Bill I, I think it's it, it I don't understand that's the thing I don't understand I get it you're a football player you want to be hit you want uh, but, but what but so do you know want bye weeks so what then why why are the Eagles even trying to win this game tomorrow because if they win the game tomorrow, they get the one seed, they get the bye, 
But if the buy doesn't mean anything and having guys get that week off and be fresh doesn't matter, then what are they fighting for? Now, Ryan Dunleavy of The Post is reporting that the Giants and Dable are going to rest Jones and Barkley in this game tomorrow, which I, I, I got to be honest, I have zero issues with. All right, let's do this. We'll take a quick break, come back, and then it's a Saturday frenzy. 1-800-919-3776. If you say, explain the frenzy to me, what is it? It's just rapid-fire football questions. I mean, who could, who could want more than that? You call 1-800-919-3776 or on Twitter at Rothenberg ESPN with your question. You get right to it. No, you know, oh, love the show. So happy you guys are 6 to 10, the whole nine yards. None of that. Just your question. Dave, should Trevor Lawrence be MVP? No, thank you. Goodbye. That's it. Your question, the answer, rapid fire. So 1-800-919-3776. Rothenberg with you on a Saturday morning into the afternoon on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. It's time for a frenzy. <laughs> a football frenzy. You could say that 10,000 times and it still wouldn't be enough. It fires me up, man. I love it. Say it one more time. A football frenzy. Any team, any player, any question. All right, here we go with the frenzy. 1-800-919-3776. And it's brought to you by the fine folks at Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. On the Twitter, at Rothenberg ESPN. On the phones, 1-800-919-3776. Again, just get right to your question. Don't don't greet me. Nothing like that. Right to your question, and it'll be nice and seamless and easy. RJ and NJ, you're on the frenzy. Go. Would Belichick rest or play as starters if he were to coach the Giants? Uh, I think he would rest his guys. Now, it's different. Last time out where he had nothing to play for, they were going for an undefeated season of history. But if he was in this situation, I think you rest your guys. The the Giants have nothing to gain by winning this game except hurting Philly, which is great. You still try to win, just do it with the backup guys. Brian and Oceanside. Brian, frenzy go. Who should the Jets draft? The Jets need need a lot. Um... A pass rusher. Jets could use linebacker. Jets could use the middle of that offensive line. The Jets, the, the Jets they're, they're nowhere near a complete team right now. They need a lot of pieces. Again, it's funny. Harvey was just asking me at the break, you know, if you're the Giants, do you go corner? Do you go guard? Do you go wide receiver? I'm not pigeonholing into I'm going this definitively. Wherever I look at and say this guy is just he's head and shoulders above the next available guy is where I'm going. Now, in, if it's all equal and I'm the Giants, I'm going receiver. But if there's a linebacker or a cover corner who I just think is is that much more special than the receiver, then I'm going in that direction. DJ Harlem. DJ, you're on the frenzy. Will the Eagles represent the NFC in the Super Bowl? <sighs> no. I think the Niners are going to be that team. But if it wasn't the Niners, it's probably the Eagles. Because the Eagles are going to win tomorrow. And they're going to get the one, which means they'll get the bye and have to win two home games. I don't know. I don't know that the health of Jalen Hurts makes me feel a little uneasy at the moment. Ian in Jersey. Ian, you're on the frenzy. How seriously should Tua consider retiring after his third concussion this year? I mean, I, I don't know. To be honest with you, like like I, I I'm not in with his doctors, but if they if they came out and said, 
you're in real trouble here, pal. Like, like honestly, you you really are, you know, approaching territory. If you could be doing irreparable damage, I, I think you have to seriously think about being done with football. Because, I mean, he, he suffered concussions at Alabama, injuries at Alabama, major injury at Alabama, and he suffered. And, and, and I, I wonder, I don't even know, like, there's probably severe and less severe concussions too, right? He has suffered. I mean, he said he didn't remember the end of the game last time out against Green Bay. The one against Cincinnati was one of the most terrifying concussions you've ever seen. So I think it certainly has to be discussed. I think it has to be. He's a tough kid. He loves football. He's not going to want to. I think you have to think about it. Uh, Steve Brzezinski, biggest upset you see happening in the first round of the playoffs. I I don't know how we can have that conversation until we know what the actual matchups are. So I'm going to punt on that for the moment. But come out with that question the Monday frenzy and we'll attempt to answer it all right uh let's go to brian in manhattan brian you're on the frenzy go ahead do you agree with tiki barber's assessment that if daniel jones gets top flight weapons on offense that he can be a top five nfl quarterback no no i think daniel jones can be really good i think the giants offense can click i think that with dable and and jones and a a conglomerate of, of really good players on offense they can be very good I mean, top five. Can, is he going to be better than Justin Herbert? No. Is he going to be better than... I mean, let's, could he be better than Jalen Hurts? Maybe. Is he going to be better than Patrick Mahomes? Is he going to be better than Josh Allen? Is he going to be better than... I mean, these are elite quarterbacks. Is he going to be better than these guys? No, I, I don't think so. So, but that doesn't mean they can't go on magical runs. Doesn't mean he can't win a Super Bowl. I mean, is he going to be better than Joe Burrow? No, there's no way he's going to be better than Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is, is the unicorn. But that doesn't mean the Giants can't be a playoff team and even go on a run and even win the Super Bowl. But top five quarterback? No. I, I think that's very unlikely. Justin Jersey. Justin, you're on the frenzy. Has Desmond Ritter shown enough to go into next season as QB1? I don't think so. I don't think so. And they're going to have a good pick, too. You know, you wonder if, like, a Will Levis lands. And uh, I, I thought he was going to be a Giant, but obviously the Giants aren't going to be anywhere near landing Will Levis. So... I think that there's a good chance they go him, uh, the kid from Ohio State. I think Bryce Young's going to go one. But if have you seen enough? I mean, you, you tell me, right, out there. Have you seen enough in Desmond Ritter to make you think for a second that he looks like a, a big-time quarterback? Now, maybe you draft the quarterback and you have them fight it out. I think he can be a competent backup, but starter? Uh, I haven't seen enough. Joe Staten Island. Joey, you're on the frenzy. All right, sticking with the Falcons. Lamar Jackson grew up watching Michael Vick. Do you think there's any chance he wants to come to the Falcons and never disrespect the Michael K show? What do do I think that that who is going to that Lamar is going to wind up with the Falcons? Why 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 why? Because you love a guy, does that necessarily mean you'd love to play where he played a few years of his NFL career? That doesn't make all that much sense to me. No, I I, I think that Baltimore would be ridiculous ridiculous to uh, to not keep Lamar Jackson. Tommy Jersey. Tommy, you're on the frenzy. Go. If you hurt the Eagles, you help the Cowboys. So that's not any good either. Uh, tell me about it. <laughs> Except the only thing is you hurt the Eagles, you help the Cowboys, but ultimately the biggest winner would be the Niners. Right? So Eagles fall to five. Cowboys move to two. Niners go to one. So you're right. You hurt the Eagles, you help the Cowboys. Ultimately, the big winner would be the Niners. James Long Island, James Frenzy, go. What what's the percent chance both Jones and Barkley return to the Giants next season? Ninety. I think they're both back. 
I think, and I, you know what? To be honest with you, I think they've both done enough to be back. Now, I will say this. I, I think it being back next year, great. I think you would make a monumental mistake if you're the Giants, and I think Joe Shane and, and Brian Dable are just too smart to lock in to a long-term deal with Saquon Barkley. I mean, I mean, uh, am I giving him four years at eighty million or seventy-three? No, I'm not doing it. I'm sorry, I'm just not doing it. And I know he'll be unhappy, and I get it. It's part of the business. Then fi- fix the way that the, the the entire NFL is structured. You will be franchised next season. Aaron in the car, friends, you go. Who has a worse quarterback situation? My New York Jets or Fraud Rosenberg's Washington Commies? Um, both bad, both really bad. Um, boy, I don't, it's a good question. Uh, I'll say that, see, the Jets are a better team. Washington has good receivers though. They're both, it's, it's really bad for both. I I don't, I don't know. I'm not copping out on you. I think it's because the Jets don't have a quarterback and, and neither does Washington. And he keeps saying that Taylor Heineke sitting at a table close to Daniel Jones is one of the great disparities of all time. Uh, poor Peter. Terrence in Jersey. Terrence, you're on the frenzy. Yep. How far do the Giants go in the playoffs this year? The ultimate upside for the Giants this postseason is a win. That's it. That is, is, a, is a win. I think they can beat Minnesota. I don't want to sit there and tell you I think they do beat them. I think they can beat Minnesota. And I think that's it. I think it ends there. And let, let's be fair. If the Giants go out there and lose this game by two touchdowns, it's been an immensely successful season. Uh, Ra Brass wants to know, who has the more talented team, the Jets or the Giants? The Jets. The Jets. The Jets have, I mean, the, the Giants win at quarterback, and maybe that's the great equalizer, and the Giants clearly win at running back. Now, especially that Brees Hall is out. But, the, I mean, the Jets' defense is really, really good. And the Jets' receivers are good. And, and the Jets have multiple tight ends. The Jets are a talented football team. The fact that the Jets, heading into Week 18, are already eliminated from the postseason, is just, it's, it's bad. They were, this team was 7-4. and four, And they're now done? They've done a, ba- a really bad job down the stretch. CJ, NJ. CJ, you're on the frenzy go. Hello. So, um, oh, what a bad job by CJ. You know, we were rolling along. Everything is going so well. And Joe Leo, now we have a conundrum because now there's no one else because that was going to be the last one. So we, we moved on from everybody else. But do you want here's the question. Do you want the frenzy to end with the hello and the buzzer? Or do you want to take one more caller, which at the moment we don't have? I don't want to end on a bad note. All right, so then we have we have to get on our hands and knees and plea for for another caller for the frenzy is what we need to do. We do, but in the meantime, do you have any anybody else on Twitter? So well, we can... I might have someone on Twitter, but let me just tell you one hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. We can't end on the hello, so you need to call and ask your frenzy question, which will be good and solid, and then we'll take that and we'll be in a in a much happier way. Uh, all right. Rob Stinchfield on Twitter. How many years are you comfortable offering Daniel Jones right now? And does that number change if he balls out wins against the fraudulent Minnesota Vikings? Uh, three years between 90 and 100 million, I think, is a, a fair range. 
right now for Daniel Jones? Could I go four for for one twenty? Yes, but I I need to have an out. That that's the thing. I I need to be able to get out of this thing. So as long as I can get out after say two years, and and like the third and fourth and fifth and whatever years are just window dressing, I don't really care. But I need to be able to get out. Jolio, can you screen the callers any any slower than you are right now? All right, here we go. Let's make it a good one. Eric in Jersey. Eric, you're on the frenzy. Does Zach Wilson throw another pass for the New York Jets after this season? I thought no, and I was, like, defiant, and there's there's no way Zach Wilson throws another pass for the Jets. And now, hearing what it sounds like that Woody Johnson has his mitts is so deeply involved, I don't feel nearly as strongly that this is going to be an absolute no. I think Zach Wilson might be back, which I think would be a monumental mistake. If you're the Jets. All right, hard, blow it dead, baby. And that's the football frenzy brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, the original triple blended, triple distilled, and triple cask matured Irish whiskey. Make sure to grab a Tullamore Dew during today's action. Remember, when it's game time, it's Tully time. Please enjoy responsibly. 1 800 919 3776. Here's what we're going to do now Little Knicks, some Nets, Little Mets. A lot more football. We have an hour to play with. Take you till 1230. So you want to go Knicks. You're thrilled about the win. Nets, they're red hot. Are they Are they the favorites in your mind right now in the East? I'd say no. Some might say yes. The Giants and the Jets. 1-800-919-3776. Rothenberg with you right here. Uh, 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. Because I got to get in the car after the show and drive. Oh, yeah, only two and a half hours to a lacrosse tournament, which starts at four something. And then I'll have to be watching the games on my phone and then watch my son play lacrosse. And if they make it to the championship game, am I a bad guy, Joe Leo? If they make it to the championship game, it's a 930 game tonight, which ends at like 1030, which means I get back in the, uh, the middle of the night. Or if they don't make it to the championship game, I'm out of there at like eight o'clock. Am I a bad guy if, if they don't make it to the title game if that doesn't upset me greatly? Like 10%? Okay. Because, but, I but mean... If he, okay, but let me, let me give you a scenario. Okay. If he plays well, and they go, say, 2-1, and one, and there's, I think, 11 teams in his bracket, and they don't make it to the championship game, we get to get out of there at 8 o'clock instead of 10.30, does that make me a bad guy? No, if he plays well, that's all you can ask for. You can't... The, the, you can't make the other kids play well or not play well. Right. And I think some of the other teams are supposed to be really elite teams. So, uh, again, but you, you want the championship. I don't know. Either, either way, whatever happens, I have a long day of travel, uh, football on the go, football on the phone, which I, I never sign up for, and I've never really done. I don't do football on the phone. That's I'm not that guy. Anyway, this portion of the Dave Rothenberg Show, 9870 ESPN, brought to you by Slowman's. Slowman's Home Security system is celebrating their 100-year anniversary. Call 100-ALARM-ME to protect your home and protect your family. All right, 100-919-3776. So let's kind of open it up to wherever we want to go, and that is the Knicks, the Nets. Nets, I mean, I still don't think so, but it's another win last night. Claxton is now becoming that real presence down low. Are the Nets, like, do you look at the Nets and say it's now three teams? It's now Milwaukee. It's Boston and it's Brooklyn. I I don't personally, 
But I wonder, I mean, because you look at what Jacques Vaughn has done with this team, and please don't give me that Vaughn hasn't made all the difference. Steve Nash was incapable, and that's the guy they wanted. That's what, it, what really doesn't make all that much sense to me. They fought for Steve Nash. They didn't want Kenny Atkinson. They didn't want the taskmaster that was going to make things really difficult and practice, you know, how crazy that, that practice and hard practice. They didn't want that. They wanted their buddy. They wanted Steve Nash. Then they didn't play for him. So he's out. Durant wants out. They tell him no. Figure it out. You're staying. Kyrie does his stuff. Figure it out. You're staying. We're going to run it back once again. And now they're rolling. The question never was, are they talented? They were always talented. The question was, can they figure out a way to put it together? And I think you have to look at it. What, what's different? Jacques Vaughn is different. He's the adult in the room, and now they're, they're doing really, really well. Now, I still look at them in that second tier. I, I would put Boston as the favorite. Milwaukee is the two, and the Nets is the three. However, the Nets as the three is a, a far cry from where they were six weeks ago, right? Where you looked at them and you said, can they even keep the team together? They're now there competing with a chance. So they've done great and good job by the Nets. And all they do is win and, and it's a phenomenal team and they're rolling right now. Um, the Knicks, well, that's a good win last night. I mean, any way you slice it, and I know it got dicey. And, and again, I, I had this. I mean, do you realize where we were with that last night? The Knicks went from being up 16 with like three minutes to go to up two where Toronto didn't even have to foul. But Brunson with the big shot. And the N1, and you're fine your way to a victory. That when when Trent hit that off balance, well guarded three, I thought to myself, they're gonna lose the game again. And all I had was visions of what happened with Dallas. Thankfully, they didn't fall apart. They didn't blow it. They win the game. And again, I've said this a million times. I, there's no such thing as a bad win. Just win the game. And they did it. And they never win in Toronto. And I, I said earlier, I wasn't sure, was it five years? Ten, uh, so twenty fifteen. Last time they won in Toronto. It's a, that's a big win. That's a, a meaningful victory for the Knicks. And that if you win, and we've said this a million times, if you win the games, you should right, you should win. And then you, I don't know, hit at, at, at a, a 40% of the games that are rough games, you're going to want to be in a, I mean, they're 22 and 18 right now. They are the sixth seed right now. And Indiana's right there. Miami's right there. And that's the thing. Chicago's not far off. I think Chicago's like three games back. Atlanta's not far off. If you go where you lose five out of six, the sixth seed all of a sudden plummets to now you're staring the eight spot right in, right in the face. So next up, Milwaukee. That's Monday. Then Indiana. That's Wednesday. Then the newly rejuvenated Washington Wizards is Friday. And then next Sunday, maybe up against the Giants, certainly up against the NFL postseason, at Detroit, which is, th that's that's the thing, though. And here's the thing with the Knicks. Milwaukee, Indiana. All right, so let's just say for argument's sake, like, if things don't go well, Milwaukee, Indiana, you split those, right? You go one and one, fine. Then at Washington, at Detroit, if things don't go well, you split those. Now you're two and two, as opposed to going 0-4 oh or 1-3. and three. So you just have to take care of your business. And part of that business is when you play Detroit, you have to beat them. Right? When you play Milwaukee and Indiana at home, I'm not asking you to move mountains. You have to win one of those two games. Randall still drives me crazy. I don't think I'll ever get off of that take. He does things well. There's moments he's excellent. He terrifies me. He drives me nuts, and I don't think that's going to change. So that's my uh, – Julius Randall is the guy where he's going to take it. He's going to dribble for 12 seconds. He's going to hoist up an off-balance three, and he's going to hit it. And you're going to be no, 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 yes. 
and it happens all the time. And some of those, great, he made it, wonderful. And some of those, why did you just sit there standing in the corner? Last night, and again, he played well last night. And that's the thing that's so distressing or difficult to endure is that there are games that he played, and he has lately. You look at his last, like, eight games. Randall has been phenomenal. His numbers are phenomenal. There was a possession last night. What did he do last night? He went, like, 32 and 11? That's, that's big numbers. Six of, uh, I forget what the number was, six of 10 or six of 11 from three? That's elite stuff. But there was a, a possession last night in the fourth quarter. I think it was like five minutes left. The Knicks were up by double digits, and, and Randall took the ball on the right side and just stood there and dribbled. He's double team, and he just, he just dribbled and dribbled and dribbled and dribbled, and with one second or less on the shot clock, he hoisted up a three. It was an air ball, and it was so glaring that Kenny was doing the game last night. It was, it was Kenny and Wally. They're like, well, they didn't really know what to uh, Well, uh, at least they took 24 seconds off the clock and they're up by double digits. It's like, that's not what you're looking for. You're not looking for a possession where you're just taking 24 seconds and not getting a shot off. He's, he's maddening. And there's times when he's good and he's maddening, and there's times when he's bad and he's maddening. And obviously the times that he's bad and he's maddening are a lot worse. For my money, and I stand by it, and I'll say it till I'm blue in the face, in a key moment of the game, I want the ball in Jalen Brunson's hand. Period. End of sentence. 1-800-919-3776. Now we go wherever we want. Knicks, Nets on the table. A little bit of Mets, certainly, in the 12 o'clock hour. And the Jets and the Giants as well. 1-800-919-3776. Rothenberg with you right here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. I guess it was yesterday, 16 years ago from yesterday. A very special play in NFL circles. You have any I- Joe Leo, you have any idea what play this was 16 years ago yesterday? Any idea? So what is that, 2005? 2006. It's 2006. Yeah. Well, it says 16 years ago. You're right, but it's 2023. It says 16 years ago. Hmm. Let, let me... Let me look that up. But, guys, think about this. Is it a local team? Nope, not a local team. Na- national team to the to the highest level of national team. 16 years. Was it the Was it the Des Bryant catch? Nope, not the Des Bryant oh, catch. Oh, no, that, well, I'm, that was like 2013. So, it, it's the Cowboys. Yes. <sighs> yes. It's the Cowboys. Harvey thinks he knows what it is. I have, I have no clue. Harvey, what, what do you think it is? You said it was 2006? Uh, so it's two, 2006 season, 2007 here. So 16 years ago. Um, you thought you knew. You come on, now you're, you're like hemming and hawing. It what wasn't happened? the uh, the Cowboys, right? The Cowboys Tony, related, yes. Cowboys the, related. It wasn't the Tony Romo uh, by snap, was oh, it? it sure, oh, it sure was. It was. Oh, it sure. 21-20. Seattle leading 21-20. And Tony, Mr. Clutch. Oh, boy. Romo. Has the snap go right through his hands. Picks it up. They try to run it in. Gets tackled. And the Cowboys lose that game to Seattle 21-20. to Well, that was... I would think that's got to be, like, for Cowboys fans around the country, That's that's got to be one hell of a memory, huh? Very painful, I would, I would think. Do you remember watching that game, Harv? I do, actually. It was a pretty underrated game. John Madden, all Michaels on the call. What, what a treat that was, huh? 
And the snap was perfect, too. I know Romo is as clutch as anybody we've ever seen in, in, in NFL history, but sure. what, a, what, a, what a treat that was. Joe Leo, I mean, even though you're a Jets fan, you, you I think, join in on the, the hatred for the Cowboys, right? I don't have – see, it's weird. I, I'm i indifferent on the Cowboys. How could, you, how could you be indifferent? You're the only person in, in the earth that is indifferent I about don't, the Cowboys. Because, because I'm a Jet fan, I don't care. Uh, I'm not going to root for them to win, but I don't care if they – like, the – the way that people think about the Cowboys is the way that I think about the Patriots. Wait, but you're a Jets fan. You should hate the Patriots. Right. I hate the Patriots. Right. So the people that, you know. But you, you should also, just because you're a, a, a red-blooded American, you should hate the Cowboys. I, I, I am indifferent. I don't care if they win. I don't care yeah, if I they lose. I, I, there's an, enough Cowboy talk. I'm, I'm just indifferent to if it you all. Don't, you don't have very strong takes. You don't intend to be a sports talk show host at any point. Here. I have a question for you, though. Because that's, that's I mean, Joe Leo. What do you think about this? Well, I don't know. Yeah, it could be either way. Here's a here's a question maybe yes, for you. Maybe no. Here's a question. Yeah. Speaking of the Romo bot snap, which is a worse play in terms of like questioning your fandom? That snap, that play, the Tony Romo bot snap, right? Or the failed lateral in Vegas for the Patriots? What do you mean? I don't understand. Like, like you question. Like Are, what's the what's the worst play? Team? What's the worst play? Well, here's the thing, the the worst play the 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 worst play is the Patriots play, but the one that would hurt you worse is the Romo because that was in the postseason, so that ended your season. New England still has a very good chance to get themselves into the postseason, so the worst. Pl- I mean, come on, you're running the ball downfield and you th- you're now throwing it thirty yards back is ridiculous. It's asinine. It's almost never been seen before. Now, if you're down, that's one thing. But to do it in a game you're tied is is incredible. But what's the worst play? You end your season because you dropped an easy snap. Awful. Romo in the big games was just. Let's be fair. I think great. the Romo's. I think the Romo's play is, is worse. Well, I, I think because of the magnitude, it's worse. As far as the worst play, no. Throw throwing the. I mean, no. Throwing the football thirty yards back is just as dumb as you've ever seen. No. I think because you have to take context into consideration, the Romo play is worse because, yes, this yes, that, that, if you're, that if you're lateral, taking the magnitude of the moment, which is worse, a playoff loss like that is worse than, than the play made by the Patriots. However, the play made by the Patriots stand alone is just a worse play. That lateral you, might You've never have, seen anything like no. it before. Guys have dropped field goal snaps before. No, but that lateral might kick the Patriots out of the playoffs. But it didn't. They, it, it, tomorrow they win, they're in. Right, but... That that drop snap completely cost the Cowboys their season. Completely cost them their season. The Patriots still have a number of different ways they can get themselves into the playoffs. I don't know. I'm still going with the Romo play. Oh, that's a, oh, what a bad take by you. All right, let's get to some of these calls. Let, let's, go to, uh, let's go to Jeff in the car. Jeff, good morning. You're on 98.7. Jeff... In the car is on 98.7. Hi, Jeff. Oh, no. Jeff, are you there? Jolia, what'd you do now? Did you, did you with, you, with you hemming and hawing, and you couldn't make a decision, did you ruin the phone lines? No, I didn't ruin the phone lines. All right, let's see if Chris and Beth Page is there. Good morning, Chris. No, I'm here, Dave. Um, there you go. <clears throat> listen, I'm as big a Giant fan as you are, Dave, and I'll say this. First of all, a couple things that you were just talking about. Yeah. The Romo, that was, I think, Bill Parcells' last game coaching. 
ever was that Romo play, right? Mm-hmm. And right because they brought in uh, Phillips next year, and then also one of my all-time top five favorite Giant plays of all time was the following year when Romo hit R.W. McQuarters. Oh, right the last the play of the start. game. Oh. It was, oh, God, what was a treat. as wild as I've ever went, Dave. I, I went, I mean, absolutely crazy in that game. I mean, dancing and celebrating and singing. Oh, what a stressful game. I think Toomer had two touchdowns, right? Yeah. The one on the sideline yep. that he caught and he broke free and he scored. Brandon yep. Jacobs. I remember that game so vividly. Brandon Jacobs had that touchdown where he scored. He bowled over the defense and then he, like, took the ball and threw it against the star. And the Giants and barely he, hung he, on to he, win that no, one. He, Dave, he knocked out the time clock. He knocked out one right. of the things in the time right. clock. Right. Oh, what a, what, a, oh, what a great game. What a great game. Oh. What, what do you got, Chris? Love it, Dave. Anyhow, uh, so, Dave, it's funny. Last week I called you uh, during the frenzy, and I gave an over-under three and a half years of Daniel Jones, what contract he would sign. I remember you said, like, two, maybe three, but two. I'm just telling you, everything I'm hearing and reading, everything is there's somebody – Somebody is going to offer that guy minimum four years for like $130 million. It's just going to happen because how many quarterbacks under the age of 26 are there that are viable that, you know, it's, it's, it's going to happen. So Daniel Jones' agent, if the Giants come at him with two or three years, his agent is not going to take that. I mean, he's, well, maybe not. there's no you know doubt what? he's going to find a four-year. you got to think about it, Chris. Chris, I mean, okay. this, is the, this is the right place for him. Right? I mean, you, right. you want to go to Indianapolis and play with the slop that they have there? You want to go to Washington and play with that you know, decrepit franchise? The, the Giants are, are a team that's clearly on the rise with an elite coach. So, for my uh, money, yeah, m- maybe he can go out there and get four and 130. But, but if you get three and 100, are you turning that down from the Giants if you're Daniel Jones? No, I agree with you. I agree with that. But what I'm saying is, don't you think the Giants then will say, hey, listen, other people are offering you this. We can at least – we want to keep you. Why don't we make it four years, 130? I, I'm just – listen, I hope – I hope that – And now I'm locked in now, – now here's my question. Can I get out of this deal after two years? Because I don't – listen, if I give him four years at 130, but after two years I can get reasonably get out of the deal, that's fine. I don't care about that. But I don't, I don't want to lo- – I don't want to lock in where I'm guaranteeing that kind of money for four years. And if he does regress, now I'm locked into Daniel Jones for four years. Dave, with this, with, this, with this coaching, do you really think that's going to happen? Can you see him regressing? They're going to put more weapons around him. No, I, no. Chris, if up. I thought he was going to regress, I wouldn't want to keep him. I think he's good. Right. I think he'll get better. I'm excited by him. I'm just saying that I am, and, and again, maybe it's because he wasn't great the last couple of years. I am not 100% two feet in the deep end all in on Daniel Jones. Let me see. I'll, I'll give him three years and $100 million. It's a lot of money. But I just want to be sure that after two years, if he's not progressing the way I want him to progress, I can get out from under with that deal. Is that a crazy thing? No, 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 no. That's fair. That's fair. I just that's that's why I called. But I will call you back. What I'll do another friend next time we do a frenzy, you know, next year, and I'll call you back and we'll see who you know who prevailed correctly. All right. Listen, all I want, and thanks for the call, Chris. All I want is for Daniel Jones to be a giant and play well and. We move on. That's it. That's all I want is greatness from him and the organization and Dable and Shane and the franchise makes them happy, makes me happy. Good for talk radio. All of it. All right. Normally we'd say, all right, bye bye. Not today. Today we take you till 1230. Why? Because the Rangers and the Devils drop the puck at one, which means the pregame right here on 987 starts at 1230. So a bonus half hour and we go with the bonus half hour 
and we go at the bonus half hour next right here on 9870 ESPN.